The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The only thing that seems to stay the same is change. Change can be hard to manage, but once we've set out to master how we respond to change, we can increase efficiency, reduce stress, and move ahead. Welcome to Change is the New Constant with Lesya Kushner. Lesya and her guest will provide tips and best practices to manage how you can react to change. Now, here's your host, Lesya Kushner. Hello, hello. Welcome to Change is the New Constant. My name is Lesya Kushner. Thank you so much for joining me. Our topic for today is how to successfully lead through change. Now, in previous episodes, we looked at building awareness. Now, this is how we answer the questions of what is the change? Why are we doing the change? Who's going to be impacted by the change. Now this covers the business perspective that builds the awareness. Okay. In another episode, we looked at creating the desire. This looks at the what's in it for me. So this is the user's perspective. So the first was the building the awareness. That's the business perspective. The next was creating the desire. That's the user's perspective. Now, those are great, but where does the leader fit into that? So that's going to be our focus for today. So for that, we're going to look at all of the things we're going to cover today. So with today's focus being, how are the leaders going to be to successfully lead through the change Our different topics are going to be, first, how did I see people leading projects and changes? I really need to share with you how I saw that and how did that really impact me. Um, I just want to share with you how that all came about. Next, we'll take a look at how should leaders be leading projects and changes. Now, I'm going to use the term leaders because people need to follow someone. And so staff follow their leaders. They follow who they're, who's leading them. There are so many other terms. There's the sponsor. There's the manager. There's CEO. There's exec and everything else. Um, but I'm just going to use the term leaders because there are so many other titles and everything else that, that we could refer to them as. Um, even in ADCAR, there's the sponsor, the primary sponsor, the sponsorship model and, and those kinds of things. But um, I love the term just leader because we're leading people. Okay. Um, next, we'll look at a Q&A question and answer session. I do receive questions from people and so I'll take this opportunity to answer those questions from the listeners that I'm getting Um, and I get them via email my email address by the way is lesia at crystalmount.com lesia my first name spelled l-e-s-i-a at crystalmount that's all one word dot com by the way I love getting this and I think it's so much nicer um, to get that those real life situations that we can then all relate to. Um, it's so wonderful to be able to get that. Um, then the last section that we'll take a look at is the personals one that I love sharing with you because when we can have all of this professional stuff that we get in change management and we can relate it to our personal lives, I have to admit this was what makes it 
so rational. So I'll share with you how I lead at home through change. Um, This is what makes it so relevant for us. So as I mentioned, the first topic that we'll take a look at is how did I see people leading projects and changes? I don't need the stats to prove this. I have to admit, I was a trainer for a software development company. Actually, I have to admit, I'm going to back up a little bit. I started out as a high school teacher. I taught senior high math and computer programming. That's where I started, folks. From there, I became a trainer for a software development company. So we actually, in in the software development company that I was working at, we had a marketing department and they would approach prospective clients and then if they actually we sold it properly with the clients prospective clients became our real clients um, then we were able to approach them and the the next step was to get everything set up and configured and everything else and then once it was all configured then I would come on site train the staff so we'd set up a bunch of training sessions and I would train the staff and if everything was all ready we would then have a go live time we would go live then have a support time frame and we were good to go it was in those training sessions That is when people would come to me and it was just supposed to be training, but they had no idea what was going on. Oftentimes people would come to me for training. They had not heard about what was happening. They had no idea what was going on. Um, So I was half doing a little bit of a info session in addition to providing them with the training. So this is what led me to change management. I recognized that more emphasis needed to be done on the people side of the change. I have to admit, this happened almost 15 years ago. And I really started investigating how the people needed to be led to all of this. where their leaders who had been approached when we were doing all the marketing and sales and everything else, what should have happened is the leaders in this company really should have been approaching their clients and teaching them about, um, educating them about what was happening and not just doing the, the training about that, but letting them know that This is a system that is going to be able to do all of these things for them and the reasons why we're doing this and making them aware and building that awareness and then creating that desire. Then I was coming to develop that knowledge and doing that training step for them. So this is, if we look at that ADCAR approach, this is what I was doing. I have to admit, when this was all happening this 15 years ago, um, I'm from Canada, so I actually had to go down to the States to become certified in, in all the pro side because I couldn't even get trained up in, up in Canada, so I had to go down to the States to be able to do this. But I recognized that more of that emphasis needed to be done from the exec sponsor and managers on those impacted users so they could lead their users and staff through to the change. This is where that all really needed to happen. It's interesting because I go to the ProSci best practices on change management, even in this, the most recent edition, the 2016 edition, and active and visible executive sponsor, it's still that number one on the top list of contributors in all of those ProSci benchmarking reports. It's been there for the last two decades. It's amazing how that still remains that constant. It's that importance of that leader's role. It's that top contributor of success. 
active and visible executive sponsorship where they need that role. The leaders so still need to be there. Active and visible. Now, by active, I mean they need to be there to lead their staff. Visible means that they can't just sort of either sign the contract with from the marketing perspective or whatever to in terms of with the project team. They can't just sort of sign and maybe make that one kickoff announcement or something like that. They really have to be leading their staff and getting feedback and you know keeping them involved and stuff like that. If you don't have that, then the opposite is going to happen. Then you have the lack of effect of sponsorship from those senior leaders. Then they'll be inactive or sometimes the leaders aren't at the right level. Or perhaps you have even other things that are going to happen where the leaders don't align together. So the leaders aren't aligning with other leaders around the change, around what is happening. And they're wavering to have the support. And you can't have that. We need to make sure that everyone's going to be on side. That's so important. So if you sort of look at what are sort of some of those bigger, biggest contributors to the success to make sure you're going to have it. If I sort of break it down into sort of some of the top three things. First would be active and visible executive sponsorship. The next would be frequent and open communications around the need for change. And the third would be employee engagement and participation. On the flip side, the biggest obstacles, once again, this is where we have poor communication. So you have it hardly available at kickoff where it's not, there's just that one kickoff meeting but you have no communication after that. And you know what? If I sort of look back as to what happened 15 years ago, there's still some of those things that are happening. Um, And it's not that change management from 15 years ago is, it was unpopular then. People are starting to get more and more accustomed to it, familiar with it and everything else. But even when we talk about change management, It's still something that's uh, not one of those hard skills. We'll call it a soft skill. Um, But people still aren't familiar with what's going on about it. So we still need to get more and more familiar with it. Another one is the resistance to the change from the employees. More and more of that, I think, has to do with they don't have a good leader that they can follow. So they're resisting that change. They're not familiar enough about it. The other one is... Middle management has resistance as well. And I think the resistance there comes from the fact that the other managers are employees first and managers second. So the fact that they're employees first, I think, has more to do with the fact that they aren't building that awareness and they aren't creating that desire. So we need to be more careful about those things. So now that we sort of are getting to be a little bit more familiar with some of those theories and stuff like that, so we'll take a look at how to be a leader during the times of change and what should be done or not done. We'll take a look at that right after the break. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Lesha Kushner is the host of Change is the New Constant and a respected change manager. In our lives, change really is the new constant. Things in life are moving and changing so much faster than they have in the past. Lesya consults with large companies, speaks with groups wanting to facilitate changes, and has a change management blog sharing change tips and techniques, which you can find at crystalmount.com. Even though Lesya does all of that as a change management consultant, 
She works with companies by going through implementations and restructuring, determines how users will be impacted, then she eases the transition to make it a success. As a change manager speaker, she shares the tips and techniques on change management, introducing key aspects of communication, which is that critical point of successful changes. To contact Lesya for more information, please visit her website at crystalmount.com. That's crystalmount.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Change is the New Constant with Lesya Kushner. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email lesya at crystalmount.com. That's L-E-S-I-A at crystalmount.com. She'll perhaps address your question or comment on a future show. Now, back to Change is the New Constant. Hello, I'm Lesya Krishner, and welcome back to Change is the New Constant. So today's focus is on how to be the leader during times of change. When we're looking at how to lead through change, we need to focus on the fact that you're an employee first and a leader second. So we need to make sure that as that leader, you need to make sure that take that leader hat off first and put the employee hat on. Make sure that you are fully aware of the change and you create the desire to change. Put that employee hat on. Make sure you're fully aware. Now, when I'm saying aware and desire, that's part of that ad car model. You're fully aware of the change. And if you need to, you know, clarify those things, work with the primary sponsor or even go to the project manager and the change manager. Get those, get your answers for any of the questions that you might have. So become fully aware of the change and then create the desire to change. So the desire is that what's in it for me? And if you have any questions with that or you need to have those clarifications, that's okay. For the desire, you need to be able to end with, I will be part of this change. Once you have those, then you can change your hats and say, okay, I'm ready to lead my staff. So now you can become the leader of the change for your staff. And perfect. Now, the other thing that's important here is that those things are going to change. The awareness and desire and stuff like that, that's going to, there's the ebb and flow. That's going to change throughout things. And it will change for, your, for yourself too. So that's natural and that's okay. But you have to be prepared for that. And it's going to be that way for your staff too. So be just be ready to be, you know, flexible and stuff like that. And predict that for your staff as well. Okay. Now, for leaders in times of change, there are several tasks and stuff like that. What I've done is I've grouped them into sort of three groupings so that we've got three things that we can cover. Okay, the three groupings are first, active and visible sponsorship. Next is building a coalition team. Third is frequent and open communications. Okay, so these are the things we're going to be covering. First, Active and visible sponsorship. Now, what are the things that we're going to cover here? So, for this, this is where you're engaged in the project. You're wanting to get through. You're wanting to touch on things. Now, for something like this, this is where you really want to touch in on things and get as active as you can. So, actively manage and participate with the project team If you need assistance, this is where the change manager can assist you. Um, And you want to be present for as much as you can. When you are doing things, you can attend. 
you need to, not can, I'm going to rephrase that, you need to be attending project and status meetings regularly and things like that. Now, this is where I'm going to share with you some of the lessons learned and things like that. You can't get overloaded. This is where we all know that we've got stuff going on. So you can't always get stretched too thin. And this is where we used to be at a time where there was sort of just major projects going on and there'd be some downtime. And then major projects going on and then we'd have some downtime. But I'm also saying that you know, the title of my, my shows is Changes the New Constant because things are constantly changing all the time. So you may want to be able to set up that projects teams meet with you on a basis such that when you're having regular meetings, everyone submits the report to you and then you openly review it and have everyone have you know, their stand-up time, but the project team's don't meet with you for everyone meets with you like on a one hour time difference. You sit there and they stand up and every team takes like 10 minutes to just share the quickest update. So that would be sort of a better time for you to be able to just get quick updates. Um, those are better things to be able to do. But be present. Ask for that feedback. Those are the better things um, so that you can sort of stay there and get that information so that instead of them presenting, it's you're getting the feedback that you need. So have the questions ready. They're quick to respond instead of you just sort of sitting back and just getting the information. Um, Just fire off the questions and get them to quickly respond and hold the teams accountable for the results. But make sure you're getting your questions all the time. The next one is building a coalition team to work with you, and especially specifically with the change management. Now, I love this. What this allows you to do is, especially as a primary sponsor, you build a coalition team with members of management that can assist you with support. This is critical so that all of you are clear about the project that you want and all of you are supporting you in exactly how you are wanting and the direction that you want the project to go in. You can Deal with managers who are not involved and not supporting the project. So these would be what I'd label as problem managers or managers with resistance. Make sure that they're getting on side. You want to make sure that that's going to happen. What I often do is I would take an org chart and I would color things so that uh, if you have an org chart, Anyone who's on side, you shade them in green. Anyone who's neutral, you could shade them in um, with yellow. And anyone who's all the managers who are wavering, they would be shaded red. And if you're, so you start with the management, but you trickle things down so that the people who are led by those managers would be that same color. So in my org chart, anyone who, let's say, is the red, the manager is red, and anyone who's supported, led by them, would be red as well. Um, So then you can actually see a wonderful org chart, and the colors trickling down indicate the manager and who they're supporting by that color. So you get very nice coloring, and you can see what areas you might need to start focusing on. So it gives you that opportunity to rely on the effective sponsors and to be able to act accordingly. So you can talk openly about the change, talking about both the positive and negative issues, but you get a case for all of the managers that are involved. It's wonderful to work that way. 
The third section is frequent and open communications. Now, this is where we start that those communications right from the very beginning, and you got to continue on with them right all the way through to the end. This is where it gets to be critical because most people start at the very beginning, but they don't continue on. And you need to make sure you're sending out those messages, addressing those issues, talking about both the positive and the negative. So, you know, you can, to sell the things, usually the positives are covered, but this is where it gets to be important to be also addressing the negatives. And you can say, we're aware of them, and we're just sharing those things with you right now, because you need to be able to make sure you cover them. Using surveys, suggestion boxes, and team meetings as well. Expressing your ideas and perspectives without criticism. I love the rule that I use, which is communicating those five to seven times, five to seven different ways. You have to be able to share that information because then people get used to all of that. Now, when you're doing this, this gets to be a wonderful way that you can share all of this information. And when people are able to sort of find that information and you've built that coalition team, then you're sort of covering everything off so nicely. So when you are able to do that, then you're providing the active and visible sponsorship, you're building that coalition team, you're providing those frequent and open communications. So you're sort of covering things off in so many different ways. So even things like if we take communication, I've said that I want it active. So the sponsor is talking to people at a project meeting with other members of the coalition team. So making sure that the other managers who are participating in the project are communicating at the different um, project meetings and you're having all of these things set up. And this is what I mean by examples of how you are gonna have everything set up for yourself so that you can have this all set up nicely. You wanna make sure that you're gonna have this all set up for yourself. It's so important that when you've got all of these things set up, they know exactly how they're going to be set up. And when you have all of this done, then it required, it allows you to be able to get all of these things in all of this stuff and it works so well. Now, when you, some of the things that I've also learned is you can't just have the effective sponsorship requiring, you know, sort of that time and effort, that making sure that leader of the change is in a sufficient senior position to be able to con- control their schedule and making sure that they don't get continually pulled into competing projects and stuff like that. They need to make sure that they have that time to be able to participate. Um, That's one of the lessons that I've learned. You have to make sure that they have that time to be actively and visibly able to participate in everything. Um, That's one of the key things that that I've always learned. So um, what I'm going to do is after the break, we'll have a question and answer period. Um, So we'll take a break and I'll share with you several of the questions that I've had and um, we'll review the answers right after the break. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Lesya Kushner is the host of Change is the New Constant and a respected change manager. In our lives, change really is the new constant. Things in life are moving and changing so much faster than they have in the past. 
Lesya consults with large companies, speaks with groups wanting to facilitate changes, and has a change management blog sharing change tips and techniques, which you can find at crystalmount.com. Even though Lesya does all of that as a change management consultant, she works with companies by going through implementations and restructuring, determines how users will be impacted, then she eases the transition to make it a success. As a change manager speaker, she shares the tips and techniques on change management, introducing key aspects of communication, which is that critical point of successful changes. To contact Lesya for more information, please visit her website at crystalmount.com. That's crystalmount.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Change is the New Constant with Lesya Kushner. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email lesya at crystalmount.com. That's L-E-S-I-A at crystalmount.com. She'll perhaps address your question or comment on a future show. Now, back to Change is the New Constant. Hi, I'm Leslie Krishner, and welcome back to Change is the New Constant. So, in this section, what we're going to do is do a Q&A session. I've received questions from users, and so we're going to get right started. My first question is from Leanne. She's a communication lead in an organization. So her question is, what am I supposed to do when I'm in a company, but I keep going to the exec and project teams, and they are never giving me updates on their projects? Well, first of all, thanks, Leanne, for your question. So my answer um, is, if it is a project that will impact all users to a major degree. Those would be the ones that I'd be focusing on from a communication perspective. Um, obviously, if there's you know sort of smaller projects to a smaller degree, um, maybe perhaps those wouldn't be the ones that I would be focusing on. Um, but certainly, from a larger degree, uh, those would definitely be the ones that I would be focusing on. And then I would say then all the users should definitely be kept up to date on a regular basis. Um, now, we know from um, ProSci, they're the ones that are saying that senior leaders must be, and I'll bold and underline and italicize this, actively and visibly participating throughout the project. That's huge. Now, to get an answer from someone, um, the person who you would want to get the answer from would be determine who the primary sponsor is and get that direct information from that particular individual and hold him or her accountable. Now, um, the project manager or the change manager would be people who could assist you. Um, For myself, if I were there as a change manager, I would definitely be the one who would assist you with that because I would probably be the one helping the primary sponsor with whatever they, um, we would want to put together for a communication perspective. Um, But the primary sponsor is the one who should be facilitating that communication and it should be on behalf of the primary sponsor, this is what they said. Um, so that is what we should be doing. But the, we need to have regular communications. They should be communicating on behalf of the project. That should be on a regular basis. Uh, now, it also depends on the, the scale of the project, how long the project is going to be on board, um, where we are in the project, um, how close we are to going live. Those are some other questions that I would be asking, especially if we're getting really close to be going live. We should be getting out some regular communications so that people are getting really close to getting um, ready and um, aware of what's happening and how things are getting really close. 
Um, so all of those kinds of things need to be happening. Um, and as the change manager, I would be making sure that everyone is up to date on, on what's going on. Um, that would be certainly part of my communication plan as the change manager. I would be making sure that all of that is going on. Um, but the primary sponsor, those messages would be going out on behalf of the um, primary sponsors. That's how I would be sending those kind those types of communications out. So thanks so much, Leanne. That would definitely be happening. Um, next question is from Leo, who's a mid-manager. Um, the first question, the, the question that I have from him is, um, I'm always wanting to share information with my staff, but this is frustrating when my manager isn't always sharing information with me. How am I supposed to take on this lead type of role? Well, first of all, thank you very much for the question. And most importantly, great for taking on this fabulous role. In order to take on this role, you must always remember to be a user first and a manager second. So your manager may not be even taking on his or her role regarding the change. Um, If they're not sharing information with you, there may be something going on here. And so how I would be maybe starting this is um, my first thing I would do is communicate with your manager that you need support to be successful in managing the change. I would go to them first. Um, The next thing that I would do is if your manager is opposed to the change, then I would start going and finding the support elsewhere. Um, And you've got obviously several options. One might be from co-managers or from others in the project. Um, a, the, a primary sponsor in the project might be another option. Um, some other things that may be coming about, maybe with from your manager, there may be some other issues, something like a change saturation, where your manager has just so many things going on um, that need to be addressed. Uh, there could be so many changes that they are actually dealing with. So many times, uh, this is not a missing step. They just have so many things, and it's just one of those things that they just can't be avoiding. So I, it would start with maybe just the need to be communicating to them face-to-face. I have to admit, with the technological age right now, having face-to-face communications with people when we're so used to texting and emailing and communicating with people face-to-face is such a foreign thing so often. I would start with that, having a face-to-face communication just to see what the issues might be um, and share some of your concerns. Start there. Um, The other thing in basic communication is remember that Communication is includes verbal and nonverbal. So what you happen to be saying to them doesn't include what you're not saying or what you're listening for. So there's a whole lot more to those communications. So that's what I would do. Thanks so much for the question, Leo. Uh, Next one from Lisa, who's a business manager. Lisa's question is, I've recently been labeled as a primary sponsor for a new IT project, but can I just let the change manager manage everything for the impacted users, or what else do I do? Well, thanks for the question, Lisa. Um, How I would answer that is oftentimes when it comes to this, 
there will be change managers or change leads available as a resource to assist you uh, to fill on the role as the primary sponsor. Um, there, you know, as I said, I've been a change manager for almost 15 years now, and that's when I became certified. Um, and change managers and change leads, there are certainly more and more of us out there, fortunately. So as the change manager assisting you, they will assist you in um, setting up appropriate communications for the impacted users to send out at proper times. They will advise you on how to facilitate active and effective sponsorships for things like your team meetings, lunch and learns, feedback sessions, setting up a project intranet site, blogs, and so on. They will remind you on how to have frequent communications right from the very beginning and all the way through to the end. Um, They could assist you in building that great, uh, in creating that coalition of managers and also in supporting the change and dealing with resistance. And this includes manager resistance, but as well as employee resistance. Um, So several factors here, but the change manager doesn't deal with all of these things directly. They will assist you in dealing with these things facilitating and assisting you. You're the primary sponsor, so they don't deal with the employees directly. They just assist you in dealing with these things. So certainly feel free that they're a wonderful resource. Um, So thanks again for that question, Lisa. I love having these question and answer periods. Please feel free to send me the emails. I think this is so relevant um, because it makes it a reality check for us so that we have things that um, just make it so relevant. Please feel free to send me emails at lesya at crystalmount.com and we'll have more right after the break. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Lesya Kushner is the host of Change is the New Constant and a respected change manager. In our lives, change really is the new constant. Things in life are moving and changing so much faster than they have in the past. Lesya consults with large companies, speaks with groups wanting to facilitate changes, and has a change management blog sharing change tips and techniques, which you can find at crystalmount.com. Even though Lesya does all of that, as a change management consultant, she works with companies by going through implementations and restructuring, determines how users will be impacted, then she eases the transition to make it a success. As a change manager speaker, she shares the tips and techniques on change management, introducing key aspects of communication, which is that critical point of successful changes. To contact Lesya for more information, please visit her website at crystalmount.com. That's crystalmount.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Change is the New Constant with Lesya Kushner. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email lesya at crystalmount.com. That's L-E-S-I-A at crystalmount.com. She'll perhaps address your question or comment on a future show. Now, back to Change is the New Constant. Hello, I'm Lesya Kushner, and welcome back to Change is the New Constant. Now, taking change management skills home. I have to admit, being a leader in my personal life. Now, for my family, uh, this last year has been critical for us, us including my husband and I, um, along with our children who are 17 and 20 years old. Oh my gosh, they're getting old. I, oh, They're dating me now. Um, especially when we have been through challenges health-wise. Um As I've mentioned in some previous episodes, 
Um, I personally have had to go through four neurosurgeries in 2016. Ah, fortunately, they have resulted in wonderful, fabulous success. Yay. But I have to admit, I had to be the leader. I had to show active and visible sponsorship. I had to actively manage and participate with my family, engaging in my health, being present and interacting and asking for feedback when I was working with all of my neurosurgical specialists, answering difficult questions, talking openly about the changes, needs to be successful for all managers involved. So I had to be talking about both positive as well as the negative issues that were arising and also listening to the people with their questions and concerns. So that didn't just apply to what was going on professionally, it had to apply to personally. So all of those skills that I had learned in my professional life It worked in my personal. This was where it was so wonderful, where I had made that change management connection from my personal, professional life to my personal. This is where it was so wonderful. It was so nice where I had built all of that stuff up. That doesn't always happen. It was such a savior when... My husband and I are working with our children and we're relating to all of these connections and I had to be that leader. I was my primary sponsor. I was the leader. I was the leader of my team where I'm discussing things with my regarding my health with my specialists with my neuro team and then I could share that information with my staff, my staff being the people who I'm leading and that includes my family. And so they can ask me questions but otherwise they're trusting me and they're following me and they're making sure that I, they're trusting and knowing that I had those answers and I was covering things. But I had to make first start with my hat on and knew that I had was building that awareness and I had created that desire and I had worked through everything. So this is where I had followed that ad car model and be, then became that leader. So they had followed me all the way through that. So it was really wonderful amazing how that I had sort of created, made that change management connection, created that professional and transferred it to my personal life. Okay, so let's just do a little bit of a summary here. So how to lead through change? Remember, you are an employee first and you are able to transfer that and become that leader second. You have to switch hats. Remember that you've got to do that. Once you transfer that, then you become that leader of the change. If your staff trusts you, they'll follow. We're grouping those things that you're going to do into sort of three major tasks. The first one being an active and visible sponsor. In doing that, you have to make sure you're fully engaged in what you're doing. Active and visible sponsorship means that you're regularly attending those meetings, putting people on the spot, making sure you're getting all the feedback that you need, attending those regular meetings, holding people accountable, all of that kind of stuff. Um, The next is building that coalition of managers. So surrounding yourself with making sure that you've got that team that you can rely on so that you've got everyone on side 
and you've got a team that's going to be able to support you. That's extremely important so that you've got that cascade of building that support with all of their direct supports as well. And lastly, you've got those frequent and open communications. So all of those communications are going to go directly to the employees. You need to make sure that all of that communication will go down to the employees and all of those communications are going to be happening frequently, openly, all the time. That's going to be absolutely critical. That needs to happen. Those communications need to be a variety of those face-to-face, town hall, road shows, presentations. Um, this is also where the communications can also include the, the intranet and those kinds of things. But on the intranet, this is where you can have those real-time communications, where you can have the blogs. So like as a change manager, I would be setting up, I would set up the intranet, but the real-time communications that the leaders have are the blogs. So they have still those real-time communications. So when someone posts a, an employee, would post a comment, there's a remark that comes right back from the leaders so that there's constant communication all the time. And you need to be able to have that. And that's what makes it frequent. That's what makes it open all the time so that there's things happening all the time. And that's what makes it active, visible, open. And you always have um, that coalition so that when one manager happens to be in a meeting, that coalition built up so that you have other managers constantly looking so that the blog is staying active in real time. So that's a perfect example of having the comments constantly being treated all the time. Wonderful. Okay, next show. Well, I'm excited to be doing the next show on a topic of before you see or know of changes coming, what are the things you should really consider? So we'll review what questions you should really be asking. It's gonna—it's a really exciting time. Well, I'm Leslie Kirshner, and thanks so much for joining me on Change is a New Constant. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in to Change is the New Constant with Leshia Kushner next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, identify change in your life and how you can respond positively. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.